The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, taking care of your teeth affects all parts of your body, and it's become a little more challenging these days. We'll tell you how you can give yourself the best dental care and share with you a new treatment you may not have heard of. And later, we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Dr. Brian Davey is a fellow with the American Academy of Systemic Health and a Live Well San Diego partner. He operates a dental practice in North San Diego. And Dr. Davey is one of the first in the San Diego area to offer a comprehensive approach to patient health care, bridging the gap between medicine and dentistry. And I'm so excited to have you on today. We welcome you to the Mother's Market Podcast. Dr. Davey, how are you? Thank you so much. Uh, I'm really excited to be here and get to share information with the community about the health of your mouth and how it affects the health of your body. Great. No time like the present. Uh, Today, we're talking about getting back into dental safety, especially after COVID-19. So that's one thing we were talking about. But I also want to just be backing up. What is your mission and how did you get started? So my mission, along with my team, is to make San Diego the number one healthiest city in the U.S. And that we want to accomplish that goal by educating the overall community, our dental colleagues, and even medicine about the importance of the health of your mouth. And we know there's a lot of research that connects the, the health of your mouth, um, is directly connected to the health of your body. So a healthy mouth, especially now, supports a healthy immune system, and uh, so that's what we're really just passionate about promoting uh, good oral health in the community. Wonderful. I love that you're bridging this gap here and, and you're educating our community. So again, today we're talking about getting back into dental safety and the health of going to the dentist and really easing people's fears. So um, let's talk a little bit about how you're doing this um, amid the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. It's made, made a lot of people afraid of going. Sure. And those, those concerns are really valid. And, and uh, one of the reasons for being here today is I want to help educate the, uh, the community. The more information we have, the more we can start handling the, a lot of fears. Um, so dentistry is now slowly reopening. And it's definitely a safe place to be. Actually, MIT did a study and said dentistry is the second safest place to go during the reopening. And the reason for that is that we've put a lot of different steps in to help keep our patients safe as well as our teams uh, safe because that's our, our number one goal is safety. So we've implemented pre-screening, so teledentistry. So patients are going to be getting a phone call two to three days before their appointment and going through a screening uh, to make sure that they're healthy. And then when they arrive at the office, we're going to go through the the same screening as well. Uh, Every patient will come in and go through a hand sanitizing protocol. They'll have their temperature taken. And assuming that they are answering yes to all the proper questions, then they will be brought back to the room. And then we've um, reduced the capacity of the office to lessen the interaction. Uh, We've scheduled bigger gaps between patients so that the rooms can be thoroughly clean um, you know, there's hand sanitizer every turn in the whole office. <laughs> every every left or right-hand turn, there's a hand sanitizing station. Um, dental offices have also really upgraded their own personal protective equipment. Um, dentistry has always been at the forefront of universal precautions, so it wasn't a big jump for dentistry to, to move to this next level. 
And uh, so we've upgraded, you know, obviously everybody's wearing N95 masks anytime we're producing aerosols, uh, face shields, head covers, uh, disposable gowns, and all those are getting changed in between patients so that there's no cross-contamination. That is great. And, you know, you told me a while ago that first and foremost, dentist offices are have always been the cleanest. And now you're saying that with that MIT study, that dentistry is the second healthiest place to go. But you're always aware and, and living in a clean environment. Sure. So we're, you know, we're obviously, we're operating in, in people's mouths. And, and there's always historically been diseases that are at risk of transmission. Um, going back into the 80s with the HIV concerns and um, that's when the bloodborne pathogens, uh, universal precautions came into play and, and dentistry is definitely at the forefront of, uh, of that. And then when the aerosol, um, transmission came in with COVID, uh, it was, it wasn't easy, but it was a logical jump that we were going to be able to mitigate the, these risks by implementing different protocols as well as, um, increasing our, our HVAC on, in the office, uh, improving ventilation, you know, most dental offices have also um, have medical air purifiers in the rooms that, that filter out any aerosolized uh, virus as well. So it's down to 0.1 microns. Mm. Um, and so in our rooms, every five minutes, you're, you're breathing brand new air. Which is, yeah, that's amazing. And that's great that you've made that turnaround. Um, and thank you for pointing that out um, about your aerosol as well. Um, the, what about your instruments and reducing the aerosols and the, just how are you cleaning your instruments and getting so that, that? That's actually not changed. All our instruments go through uh, an ultrasonic bath um, before they get put into bags and then they go through a high heat autoclave. Um, so that's actually hasn't changed as far as what we're doing with our instruments because uh, the COVID virus actually is easier to kill than a lot of other scary viruses that are out there, hepatitis, HIV or even tuberculosis, which isn't a virus, but um, our in every dental office has uh, that system in place, and that is a safe way to keep the instruments clean. It's more uh, the protocols have changed. With first off, we're screening; we're only seeing healthy patients. Uh, that's the first layer, and then when patients come into the dental office, we also the next layer is we have them rinse with hydrogen peroxide. So. If they were asymptomatic and they had COVID in their saliva, the hydrogen peroxide is now reducing the level of, of virus in their saliva. And then we brush on a periodontal gel, which is a, uh, from Periprotect Company. It's a 1.7% hydrogen peroxide gel that's slow release. We brush that all over their teeth and on their tongue, and we wait five minutes. And so now we've just ratcheted down the number of virus that could be in the saliva all these uh, protocols in place are just to continually lower the risk. What about uh, doing um, self-care at home before we go to the dentist? What would you recommend? Sure. So obviously we want patients brushing two times a day for two minutes and, and flossing their teeth. Um, at home you can use the, there's some over-the-counter products, a hydrogen peroxide rinse. Uh, we do know that, um, uh, COVID is susceptible to oxygenation, so uh, hydrogen peroxide is one way to do that. Um, the hard part at home is um, it takes five minutes of contact time to actually kill the virus, so it's pretty tough to gargle with hydrogen peroxide oh, for yeah. five minutes. <laughs> you know, frothy, <laughs> frothy mouth, but uh, uh, that does it does help to do that. So that's something that that you can do at home. And 
And also nasal saline rinse, like with a neti pot, with a 3% saline solution is another way to help uh, protect our, our nasal membranes in the back of our throat to uh, help fight the COVID virus as well. And that's, uh, those are, that's great advice on that. Um, you have a unique approach to the field of dentistry, and I'd love for you to explain, um, because it matches with your, obviously it's your passion, but you're marrying into the field of the medical. Uh, sure. And, and also, uh, and I'll remind you, but I also want to talk about your training that you keep up on as well. Okay. Yeah, so we believe a, a healthy body starts with a disease-free mouth. There's a lot of research that connects the health of your mouth to the health of your body. Um, uh, we know that 80% of Americans have some form of gum disease, and that's what we're fighting. So uh, the bacteria in our mouth can travel through our body and our blood vessels and go to organs, uh, increasing our risks for heart attack, stroke, dementia, certain cancers, um, even making you more predisposed to, to diabetes. So there's a lot of connections to the, the bacteria in our mouth physically traveling to different parts of our body and setting up inflammation. So having periodontal disease, is an, it's an inflammatory disease, and having gum disease can create systemic inflammation. And systemic inflammation is the root cause of, of so many of our chronic illnesses in the U.S., and these are preventable. So we really want to work with, uh, with medicine to prevent the preventable. Mm -hmm. And I love that because you tell other dentists through your training and the training that you're here um, to practice that same type of uh, thought process where you really want to make sure that we're telling, we're working with you as a dentist, but then you want to work together with the medical community as well. Yeah, absolutely. People are more than teeth and gums. You know, it's, a, it's the whole person. Um, you know, there's, um, we want to help educate our patients about proper nutrition, exercise, stress reduction, the quality of sleep. Um, we can, we see a lot of sleep disorders can show signs in the mouth. And so these are, um, some different ways that we can tie in the health of your, your body and the health of your mouth altogether. Talk a little bit about those, uh, sleep disorders then. And, um, I mean, everything that you're mentioning you know, it is a pathway. So you're talking about all these different diseases. You're talking about um, diabetes and Alzheimer's, but sure. it can be discovered through your inflammation of your gums. Is that also discoverable for sleep apnea? Yeah, so there's a lot of signs that show up in, in your mouth. We spend most of my day in patients' mouths, and, and uh, after doing a lot of training in, in sleep apnea and sleep disordered breathing, um, certain signs just start to jump out at you. Certain... Um, People, if you snore or you have sleep apnea, at one point in the night, you're going to be grinding your teeth. So when we see teeth grinding, that's uh, one of the signs. Um, tongue position. Mm. You know, when we have people open their mouth and we see the position of their tongue or the size of their tongue <laughs> and the amount of airway, because you can look into the, the top part of somebody's airway, these are all signs that we see. And then if we see those, it starts pointing us down uh, a line of questioning to ask our patients about how they're sleeping, their quality of sleep, their quantity of sleep. Um, you know, if their partner's elbowing them in the ribs all night long. With snoring, right? <laughs> with, with snoring. But, you know, in America, over 25 million uh, Americans suffer from obstructive sleep apnea. And that's associated right. with diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, obesity, and even motor vehicle accidents. If you have untreated sleep apnea, you're four times more likely to be in a car crash. 
Wow. From falling asleep and not getting that quality. Yeah, so snoring is no laughing matter. You know, everybody likes to joke or tease about their significant other and their snoring, but it, it's a, it's really no joke. It, it's a, uh, it can be a deadly disease. And, you know, I think that's an interesting point. I remember when uh, my daughter had her wisdom teeth pulled and it was the first time in a line of questioning that he asked her about her sleeping patterns and just for it to be discovered through the dentist. I, I never really thought about that, but that is your passion is to really look at all of these, whether it be sleep or diabetes. I, I know that you also ask your patients um, about their health history or their parents too. And I think that's so lost right now and it's so needed. Yeah. We're lucky in dentistry where we have the time that we can sit down with our, our patients and really go over their, their full medical history asking them about anything they might have, have have or had, or also has anybody in their family had these? Because there's some genetic uh, links to certain diseases, and we want to know about that as well. And, uh, you know, if we know that um, with Alzheimer's, there's a genetic link. With heart disease, there's a genetic link. About a third of the population actually has a, a, a gene that makes them increase um, risk for inflammation. So in, in the same situations, they're going to have more systemic inflammation. So these are all important questions to, to be able to ask our patients so that we can prescribe appropriate care. So somebody might need more diligent um, hygiene visits on a more frequent basis than, than somebody who has no family history and squeaky clean and no history of any other systemic illness. They might be somebody that can go six months between their cleanings. Wow, I think that's great. What would you say to people who've been reluctant to go into the office setting and uh, that have been really putting off their dental care? Sure. So first of all, just validate their concerns because, you know, we are in a pandemic mm -hmm. and it's it's no joke. So their the concerns about it are, are valid. It's more to, to reassure them, one, that dentistry isn't really elective. The health of your mouth, um, if you put off getting your routine cleanings, we see asymptomatic dental problems turn into dental emergencies. Um, right now, the last place you really want to go in a pandemic is the emergency room. Mm -hmm. um, so the longer you put off um, asymptomatic problems, like you might know that you need some work done and your people are afraid to come back to the dentist and they're pushing it off, you're actually increasing your risk for more significant health problems. And um, so really educating the, the public that it is safe to go back to the dentist. We've put a lot of measures in to protect the patients and to protect our teams. And that, you know, when we want to help prevent dental problems, um, especially periodontal disease. Right now, if people haven't been in for a long time, we're seeing lots of patients coming back. Their gums are puffy and inflamed and are bleeding when they're brushing or, or flossing just because they're so overdue for their hygiene. You know, and I was, so I'm going to ask you another question in a second, but of course, during the pandemic, so many people were at home or just trying to maybe just eating the wrong food. So that you have a key role here, you know, to help <laughs> us with our teeth. Now, can you help us lose weight too? Um, how long can you go without a cleaning? So that's really uh, case by case. So the bacteria that cause gum disease, I always make the analogy of it's kind of like a, an onion because gum disease, the bacteria that cause it create what's called biofilm. So different layers of the onion start to be built up. And after about three to four months, the bad bacteria start to invade. And that's when you start having inflammation, systemic inflammation and bleeding and swelling of the gum. So 
for people with a history of gum disease, they need to get their teeth and gums cleaned about every three to four months. If you're healthy and your gums are, um, you're not having any inflammation or bleeding, then you can stretch it to, to six months. So it's, uh, it's really case by case basis. What about, again, going back to self-care, um, being home flossing, and do you have any recommendations about you know, how we can best floss to get rid of that gum? Yeah, so a lot of times brushing and flossing is good, but it's not enough. There's some other, uh, there's something called interdental picks. They look like little miniature yep. Christmas trees. You can clean around your, your teeth. Most hygienists can help educate uh, patients about different types and different over-the-counter products. Uh, there's another product called Periprotect Trays with the Periprotect Gel. It's probably one of the most effective ways of keeping a healthy mouth between hygiene visits. Yeah, um, that's interesting. And I want to ask you about when we come back about that perio protect. Anyway, <laughs> that's 10 times say. fast. Perio protect trays. <laughs> the trays <laughs> when we come back. So uh, stay with us. This is great information. We'll have more. Stay Thank with you us. very much. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind, comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Podcast. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Brian Davey. And we're talking about going back to the dentist safely after COVID-19 coronavirus. And you've been giving us some amazing information really about the health of your mouth. It starts with your health of your mouth. Um, you, we just left off talking about those perio protect trays, a gel that's, <laughs> I still can't say it, but the protective trays, what, tell me about those. So, uh, there's something called perio protect trays. They're a, a custom fit tray. People are pretty familiar with bleaching trays. Yeah. So it's very similar to a bleaching tray, except it's matched to your periodontal pocketing. So when you go to the hygienist and they measure the numbers and yep. you hear them say two, three, four, uh, I always call them golf scores. You want the, the numbers to be low. low right? You don't want a lot of double bogeys sneaking in there. <laughs> um, so these trays are, are custom fabricated and they match your, the, your gum pockets. And what you do is we talked about the periodontal gel. It's a slow release hydrogen peroxide gel that you put in the trays. And when you put the trays in, it pushes the hydrogen peroxide below your gums. And what it does is hydrogen peroxide breaks down to oxygen and water. Bad bacteria, the gram-negative anaerobes and the spirochetes that are associated with disease, um, they're anaerobic. They don't like oxygen. So we're oxygenating the pockets. The bad bacteria don't like it. Our normal healthy bacteria like it. And so we're keeping a healthy population of the good bacteria. And um, so that's 
This is the probably one of the only products that you can use between your hygiene visits that's going to keep you as clean as the day you walked out of your dental visit to the next time you come in. So, and so just like fifteen minutes a day or yeah, something and you uh, yeah actually thank you for saying that it's not something you have to wear all night like like a night guard and it's uh, fifteen minutes a day. And I heard there's a side effect, but it's a good side effect. It has a yeah. Unfortunately, all medicines have a side effect. This one does have a, a side effect. Your your teeth actually are going to get whiter. So oh darn. Kind of joke about like <laughs> it does have a side effect. Uh, your teeth are going to get uh, whiter. It's uh, definitely noticeable, and it's um, um, it's just uh, really great to see patients come back uh, from hygiene visits three or four months later and they have very little bleeding when we're examining their mouth and their gums are nice and pink and, and firm and, and patients just feel better. How much does something like that cost? Um, you know, the prices right now are a little bit lower because the company actually has a COVID relief pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's anywhere from 600 to $800, depending on where you are in the country or, or the state. And right now it's around $450. That in and of itself should get you back to the dentist because yeah. that, again, that's something you can do at home sure. and um, that's, yeah. that's, that's great. You mentioned patients, you know, we talked a little bit about people afraid to go back. Um, patients who, there's just a spectrum of, of fears out there. Um, some people are very, very low fear and we call it the, the 10. So somebody who's, um, you know, very little fear about the, the virus and running around uh, going to you know, everything that they can, they would be like a, a zero or a one. And somebody who's a 10 is somebody who's, you know, really just doesn't want to come out of the, out of their house because they might have, you know, pre-existing conditions or they're just fear. And, and wherever people are at, that's where they're at. And, and, uh, but there's still ways that we can help those people. So patients who are just not ready to come back to the office, we can actually mail them the, the perio gel and they can brush that on at home and that can help reduce the, the oral bacteria that causes a lot of problems until they're ready to come back to, to dentistry. And I think that's so great too, doctor, because you um, are very f- upfront about how that periogel is helping or, or just ways to help at home. Sure. And you tell, you tell patients that aren't even your patients or people that, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're giving this great free information to other dentists too, and in the medical community. Yeah, absolutely. The more people that know how to how to keep their mouths healthy, um, it helps our, our community. And you know, our community mission is to make San Diego the number one healthiest city. Uh, I can't do it by myself, mm-hmm. uh, and so we, I want to share this information with as many dentists and patients and medical doctors. Um, it, it's uh, going to benefit the health of our community. Uh, we all know that healthcare co- costs are rising. Uh, and that chronic illnesses, uh, diabetes, heart disease are on the rise, and they're the most um, debilitating of, of diseases as we get older. And people want to enjoy their older years. You know, you want to have a healthy brain and a healthy heart so you can enjoy your grandkids and enjoy being in retirement. And uh, so by preventing the preventable and lowering systemic inflammation, we're helping to support people's overall health so they can have a great life. I love that. Um, you, we were just talking about some stats. Can you talk about diabetes and heart disease and how that relates to dentistry? Sure. So, um, most of the research that we have the strongest connections with is in diabetes and gum disease. So we know that 95% of patients that have diabetes have some form of gum disease and it's a, it's a vicious circle. So 
when your blood sugar is out of control with diabetes, it makes your gum disease worse. And when your gum disease is worse, it makes it harder to, to control your diabetes. And, um, but we have the ability to, to manage both diabetes and gum disease. But left unchecked, patients with diabetes and um, heart disease are two times more likely to, to die from a heart attack and four times more likely to die from a stroke. So it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty serious. And then even just like we were talking about healthcare costs in the U.S., one in five healthcare dollars are spent on caring people uh, that have diabetes. And um, patients that have gum disease and diabetes, that, that untreated gum disease, uh, spend about $2,800 more on healthcare than patients that have their, their gum disease controlled. Wow. And those are incredible numbers as well. Um, you know, it, it's true. It seems like everything's going up these days. Um, what about, you mentioned it earlier about how that can also prevent hospital admissions as well. Right. So um, there's been a number of studies that show uh, periodontal treatment and heart disease uh, lowers hospital admissions as well as patients with diabetes. In diabetes, it's like a 40% reduction in hospital admissions with diabetes-related complications when patients aren't controlling their gum disease. And again, not pe- people just don't normally think about that. It starts in your mouth. And if you see that inflammation sure. in that. It's uh, one of the unfortunate fortunate things about dental disease is that typically it's uh, to a patient, it's not painful till it gets to the end stage disease. Um, also similar to high blood pressure and heart attack or stroke. Most of the time, people don't feel anything until they have an event. And so typically gum disease, if they're not visiting a dentist on a regular basis, they might not even know that they have gum disease. And for some reason in just our culture, it's just, oh, I just have a little bit of bleeding when I brush or floss and that, that's okay. And you know, it's the only part of our body that, that bleeds when we wash it and it's okay. <laughs> that's really true. You really are flipping the script on what's out there about dentists, you know, how we take care of our mouths. And I think um, what you're doing is, is amazing. You also keep in touch with the, the medical, the doctors of your patients, right? You just sure, kind of yeah. let them so know we, that you have opened that um, conversation. Right. When we, we do, our, earlier we talked about medical history, we do a very thorough medical history, and then we want to know who their doctor is. And when we find something in their mouth, um, maybe we're concerned that they might have sleep apnea. We want to communicate with their primary care doctor and let them know that. Or they're, they're coming in and we, they've checked off that they have diabetes, and then we we have a, a finding that they might have gum disease. We want to let their physician know that, hey, this patient also has gum disease and di- you've let us know they have diabetes. We need to work together with this patient to inspire and motivate them to, to a healthier state. That's fantastic. And I think it's time to open up that, that relationship. Um, not, not every dentist does that, but you do. You talk about it. You're a, a Live Well San Diego partner. And um, I think you're one of the only dentists. I think I'm the only private dental office. I know there's uh, other dentists on in the Live Well uh, San Diego community, but I was the, I think the first private dentist to partner with the with the county. Uh, Live Well San Diego is working to make San Diego a healthy, safe, thriving community, and it's just tied into our, our mission to make San Diego the healthiest city. Okay. I'm hoping that Live Well San Diego adopts our, our goal to make San Diego the healthiest city in America. I hope so too. Uh, give us some basic tips on brushing and flossing. Um, how long? What type of toothbrush? How often? Sure. So, um, two minutes twice a day. 
and flossing once a day, that's the, the minimum. Um, a lot of times people speed brush and two minutes doesn't seem like a very long time. There's all kinds of, uh, apps on your phone. You can set a timer. Mm -hmm. Um, if you have uh, just in, in my opinion, the best, um, brush that you can get is a Sonicare or, uh, any kind of ultrasonic toothbrush. So patients that come in that have that, typically we see them cleaner and healthier than, than manual toothbrush. You can use a manual toothbrush as long as you're getting all the plaque off of your teeth every day, you could use pretty much anything. It's about disrupting the, the bacterial colonies in our mouth. Um, and so whatever, whatever you can do to re effectively remove it, that's what you should use. But a lot of us were busy. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some of us think we're not the best brushers or flossers. So uh, something like a Sonicare, it's timed. And so you're kind of stuck there for two minutes once you hit the button. You gotta so do it. You're, yeah. you got to do it. And then, um, of course, like flossing, you know, what you, if you're brushing your teeth and not flossing, uh, it's like washing the, the roof of your car and the trunk of your car and the hood of your car and you're leaving the doors dirty. Mm, I like that analogy. That's good. Um, what about eating certain foods or not eating certain foods, sodas? What about? Sure. Well, in the U.S. or pretty much everywhere these days, our, our food supply has so many hidden processed sugars in there. So if it comes in a box, a can, or a bag, there's a good chance that somebody's added some type of some type of sugar. So we're we're getting exposed to a lot more sugars than we ever were. Um, any type of sugar, or they call it fermentable carbohydrates. So people don't think of like uh, crackers or chips as um, something that has sugar. Your your saliva actually has an enzyme that turns starch into sugar in your mouth before you even swallow it. So. Wow. Um, any, so we call it fermentable carbohydrates. So we want to limit that. It doesn't mean that you can't have a piece of candy or you can't have a cookie or a cracker from time to time. You just can't have them all day long. Yeah. And, um, you know, sodas are also high in sugar and all, any carbonated beverage, um, that breaks down to carbonic acid that's acidic. And so once again, it's not saying that you can't have a soda or you can't have a carbonated beverage. You just really should try and avoid having them all day long. Same if you're with, thirsty, yeah. drink water. Water, yeah. We, most of us don't drink enough water as it is anyway. I was just going to ask you about teas and coffees, the same thing. Probably goes the same. Yeah, same thing. You know, it's uh, everything in life in moderation mm -hmm. and sometimes including moderation. <laughs> <laughs> but your number one tip uh, today on um, what we're talking about is don't be afraid to go back to the dentist, to all of the cleaning, everything. You're, you're good to go. You're giving up. Yeah, it's, you know what? Um, it's time to go back to the dentist. So if you've been putting it off, it's actually time to go back. Your oral health is is very, very important. And um, uh, like I said before, as during a pandemic, you want your immune system to be as robust as possible. Mm -hmm. If you encounter the virus, you have a robust immune system, you're going to have the best chance of having a good outcome. And so a healthy mouth helps support a healthy immune system. Perfect. This has been so interesting. Thank you so much for your time and some great advice. We really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can get more information on Dr. Davey. The website is Dr. Davey. That's D-A-V-E-Y, by the way, dot com. We look forward to your next visit. Thanks, Kimberly. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mothers recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.